Good evening, everybody. Thank you for joining us at Spirit of Grace Church. We're out here on Facebook, and then I've got a group of people on Zoom. We're so thankful that you're here tonight, thankful for the many blessings of the Lord, and we want to share our heart with you tonight. Um, and just to let you know that we are continuing to move forward um, here in Minnesota, for those that aren't from Minnesota watching on Facebook, uh, our governor has adjusted our stay at home to a safer at home until June 1st. So uh, we'll be doing our online services. Well, we're going to continue to do them after we're back together, but we won't be able to get back together until at least June. And so we'll keep you up to date as much as we can stay up to date. He's going to open up some more stuff beginning on Monday, and that will be good for our state and for our economy. Um, but we're still going to be minimized in the amount of people that we can have in any set gathering of 10 or less. And uh, so um, we're going to just continue to work online. Uh, for those that are on Facebook, I mentioned it on um, our Zoom meeting here just a few minutes ago. After this service tonight, it'll take me a couple minutes, but then we will upload the video to uh, our YouTube channel. And uh, we encourage you to go to our website at spiritofgracechurch.org. And there's some icons right on there that you can go directly to. If you just click on it, you can go to our Instagram page, our Facebook page, our uh, YouTube page, and it's all set up and ready to go, as well as our podcast is on our website as well, which I'll add that to the podcast after this service is done as well. So praise God. It is a good day to be alive because this is the day that the Lord has made and we'll rejoice and be glad in it. And I'm going to uh, invite you to take a moment here and let's ask the Lord to minister through the word of the Lord tonight and uh, that he would speak directly to us from his word. Jesus, we love you and we praise you. I thank you, God, for your goodness and your mercy to us. I thank you for this time that we have together. I'm thankful for your word, God. Your word is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and as a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. And I'm asking you, Lord, to let that word come alive tonight. Minister to us through your word. Help us to hear your voice. Lord, help us to be encouraged. Help us to move forward in your mercy and grace. We'll love you forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. God bless you. If you have your Bibles tonight, I'm going to read from John chapter 7. John chapter 7. And uh, uh, I'm going to read two verses from there. And we're so excited to see all of you uh, that are posting there on Facebook as well as on showing up here on our Zoom page. We're so thankful that you're with us. Um, I want to talk about the Holy Spirit a little bit tonight and how important it is that you and I allow his spirit to move in us. Uh, we are living in a day and age where if we don't have his spirit, we will be in mass confusion and really will wither on the vine if you, if, to get right down to it uh, because the, the power and the presence and the spirit of God is so powerful in our lives. So I'm reading from John chapter 7. For those that have been around the block a time or two, this might be a familiar passage of scripture but I want to share it with you again tonight. John chapter 7, uh, starting at verse number 37. 
It says, on the last day, I'm reading from the New Living Translation, on the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink, for the scriptures declare rivers of living water will flow from his heart. And when he said living water, he was speaking of the spirit who would be given to everyone believing in him. But the spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not yet entered into his glory. And I want to focus in on the connection there, living water and the spirit. You see, if you have the spirit, you have living water. And uh, living water is um, vital to our existence. In fact, uh, my title tonight would be this, uh, Are You Hydrated? <laughs> Are You Hydrated? One of the worst things that can happen in the heat of the day is uh, for you to become dehydrated. To uh, it, it tears down your body. It tears down the way you operate, the way you move, and it can cause... Uh, fatigue. It can it can cause all kinds of medical issues if you're not hydrated enough. And uh, uh, I, I got to reading uh, some information, and it was a post on Facebook. And then I did some research on it today, and and these numbers were accurate based off of some of the things, uh, some medical journals that I was able to research on, and and. So it wasn't just, I wasn't just winging it from the internet because you know, the internet's always correct. Uh, but the water that is a part of us is incredibly important. And when I started reading and researching some of these things, I realized exactly how important water is. And when I realized in the scriptures that water is, is the equivalent of the spirit, uh, in this passage, he even said that when he said living waters, he was talking about the Holy Ghost. And so uh, when I see how important water is to us, and you do the correlation of the water being the spirit, this is how important and some of the reasons why to have his spirit is so important. Um, for those that live in this world that say that they don't need to have his spirit, um, my question to them is good for you because I don't know how I couldn't do it without a spirit. Uh, some people say, well, it's a crutch. Well, it may be a crutch, but I wouldn't want to operate without his spirit because his spirit is life in itself. And so I've got a couple of points that I want to make um, and, and things that water does for our natural body. And like I've taught in times past, I believe that a lot of things that happen in the natural are a reflection of the spiritual. And so when I'm talking here about water, remember I'm talking about the Holy Spirit and how important it is uh, in our lives. For instance, this first point I want to make, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but uh, water composes 75% of our brains. 75% of our brains are uh, composed of water. Is it any wonder that the Apostle Paul said in Romans, let your minds be transformed, or let yourselves be transformed by the renewing of your mind? The only way you can be renewed of your mind is to let the water compose or comprise uh, your thinking, your brain. We need to have the spirit operating between our ears spiritually, the way we think. And, and the brain is the 
the organ in our body that triggers the rest of our the rest of the natural body to function to move it all it all funnels through the brain your nerve uh sensors uh, go to your brain and your brain triggers a response from your body and it comes in you know a millisecond of time you don't even realize that it's happening it just happens um but that's what has to happen in the spirit if if our natural brains are comprised of 70% 75% water our spiritual minds uh, we need to have at least 75% of water functioning in there, the Spirit of God functioning at 75%, uh, and then it ties to all the other 25% together and makes it all work well and function well, and it makes the body operate. Sometimes we wonder why we can't sense the presence of God or we can't feel this. Could it be that we've become dehydrated and we just need to have a little bit more spirit get to our brain? Because our brain is comprised of 75% of our brain or the organ that thinks. And so if we're trying to operate our thinking, uh, notice that it's 75%. It's not 50-50. It's not half you, half God. 75%. He gives us our own free will to think and do as we see fit. But if we would submit our 25% to our 75% of the Spirit... How much better would we be? And it's a challenge to us tonight to think on the things of God and let the presence and the spirit of God to function in the way that we think and see and operate through the reactions and actions of our thinking. Uh, number two, I found this to be interesting, and I knew this to be true in common sense fashion, but uh, how it all works, I wasn't necessarily sure, but water is a mechanism that regulates body temperature, uh, which I find very interesting. You know, when you get real hot on a sunny afternoon and you're out working or whatever, that ice cold uh, bottle of water really tastes good and it, and it goes to the inside of your body and it regulates your temperature. And uh, I find that interesting because then in the, the winter, when you're cold, there's nothing like having, we mix it with hot chocolate at our house because we're not coffee drinkers, but water uh, warmed up then warms up our bodies and, and it regulates the temperature of, uh, of we, who we are and what we are. And, and I find that interesting in the parallel spiritually, when you are getting ready to get very hot, very angry, very upset, very frustrated, you need to have the spirit, a big drink of the water of the spirit that will allow you to cool down. It's, it's the thing that regulates your body temperature spiritually. It's the, the Holy Ghost is the thing that regulates and operates how you're, if you get too hot, you'll over, be overwhelmed. If you get too cold, you're overwhelmed. And it's that spirit that's in you that controls or regulates whether you're too hot or too cold. It, it makes you just right if the spirit is operating. And I notice in this passage that the rivers of living water come from our heart. It comes from the inside out where in the natural, for the most part, we need to put water in. In fact, I've read... You know, it's like three three liters for every 150 pounds that you're supposed to drink every day or something of that nature. That's a lot of water for me. And uh, But uh, when you drink that, it's coming from the outside in to do all these things, to help our brains, to regulate our temperature. But in the spirit, it comes from the inside. When we receive his spirit inside of us, it is a constant measurement 
that allows us to regulate. It's that constant refreshing. It's that constant uh, whisper in the ear, if you will, into our mind and into the regulate. So when I start getting angry or frustrated, uh, I can lean on the water that's in me, that spirit that's in me, to calm me down, to take a deep breath, to, to regulate what's going on in me, and I tend not to get as upset or frustrated then. That's exciting to know that he has built a mechanism created a mechanism for you and I to have our spiritual bodies regulated by his spirit. And uh, the purpose of the spirit of God, see, we, we, we like to put the spirit of God into these little boxes. Well, it's part of salvation. It's part of following him. It's, it's his, he, he's the comforter. And, but the Holy Spirit is vital to our spiritual existence just as water is vital to our... You take water away from man and their bodies will dry up very quick and pass from this earth into the, into, uh, the next world. And, and when that takes place, what's really happened is they have, their water has gone. They've become dehydrated. And there's too many people in the world today that are spiritually dehydrated. They're living lives that is filled with death, that is filled with uh, the absence of the presence of God. And God is calling us, I believe, back to, to this passage of Scripture, come unto me and drink. You're not going to be thirsty anymore because in you, placed in you, is a well springing up into everlasting life, and that water is available to you now 24-7. It's just in the inside, and sometimes we don't even realize when it's working. It's just there. And uh, so I'm thankful for that. The third point, I didn't realize this, but uh, the water makes up 83% of our blood. 83% of our blood is made of water. Spiritually speaking, think of that. 83% of the life-giving force of who you are has to come through his spirit. It's not something to take lightly, the presence of God. You know, for the longest time, for years and years, I have, you know, in, in, in ministering to people, the question always comes, well, do I have to have the Holy Ghost to be saved? Well, the Holy Ghost is bigger than salvation. The Holy Ghost is vital to your spiritual operation. If, if, your, if life is in the blood, which Leviticus tells us that it is, and 83% of our blood is made up in the natural world, is made up of water, and the Bible is telling us that water is the equivalent of the spirit for our spirit bodies, we better have the spirit operating or close to us. We've got to have, we've got to be in touch with the spirit of God to give us the, the flow of the blood. We say this, I plead the blood or oh, the blood of Jesus. Uh, I, I cherish the old rugged cross because that's where the blood was shed for us. Without the shedding of blood is no remission. And, and, and by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, and, and we use the concept of the blood, but do you understand that within that blood of Christ is 83% water? And that's why when the spear went through the side of Christ, the Bible says water and blood came out. The water is 80, we have to have 83% of spirit in us, uh, of God's spirit. And I want to have more than that, obviously. But, but if our, the, 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 uh, the entity that's in our spirit body is, is gives us life, it's got to be at 83%. I want to have more and more of him because in my blood, in the natural is water. So in my blood, in the spirit, 
uh, spiritual man, I, I need to have his spirit, rivers of living water. And so sometimes I think we get so, uh, we compartmentalize so often uh, our situations in life. We compartmentalize our ideas and our thoughts. But do you understand that just to have spiritual breath is at least 83%? You've got to have spirit. You've got to have that water. So tonight, are you dehydrated? Are you struggling to make it? Are you feeling down and depressed in the spirit? Could it be that you've just been dehydrated? Could it be that your brain, your spiritual brain just needs a little bit more water? Your body temperature has risen and so you need that refreshing river of water that's inside of you, the spirit of God to begin to flow and, and overflow for you to regulate the, the frustration and the anger, the anxiety, everything that's going on. Could it be that you're feeling the, the life draining out of you because uh, you haven't been close enough to the blood of the lamb and his 83% of his spirit overwhelming you. Where are you at? The next thing that I find interesting with water is, is that it composes 22% of our bones. Now you would think that our bones are hard and, and you know, when we break it, you feel it. Um, but 22% of our bones, 22% of our structure, our body structure is water. The, the, the skeletal aspect of our bodies, 22%. So my question to you tonight is, how much of a percent of your structure is spirit? You see, again, we try to compartmentalize the things of God, and and you, we kind of learn this even growing up, even if you grow up in a in a Christian community. You know, when I've I've mentioned this before, but um, with me growing up, I could see in Sunday school we had you know a little four by six piece of paper, if that three by five maybe, and it was called our Christian habits. And so every day we had to check off: Did I read my Bible? Did I pray? Uh, did I memorize my scripture? And if I did all of those the next Sunday, I'd get a gold star to put on my little chart. And uh, we ended what what and I'm I'm all for that because it taught me how to uh, pray every day. It taught me how to read the Bible every day. It taught me how to memorize scripture. But at the same time, when you carry that that system over, and you go to uh, an adult type light lesson, if you're still operating by checking off the marks, I did pray today, I did pray today, I did read my Bible today, I did memorize three words of the scripture. And, and, and what we've done is we've compartmentalized and we haven't allowed the mentality of the word, the mentality of prayer, the mentality of putting the things of God into us. Uh, it becomes something that we do instead of somebody that we are. And so 22% of our skeletal structure of our natural body is water. And so we need to have that transfer over into the spirit, that it just becomes a part of who we are as we grow. Now, uh, I wish I might have grown maybe another inch or two. I was the shortest in the family. My sister's even taller than I am. And uh, But uh, as I grow, your bone structure, your skeletal stu structure changes but the percentage of water doesn't. 
I have more bones now than when I was just growing up, or bigger bones, I should say, now than when I was just a kid because I've grown. But as I've grown, it still has increased by the water of, of what my bone or my skeletal structure is. And because of that, as you grow in God, as you grow in his spirit, I have more water in my skeletal structure today than I did 20 years ago because I, I've grown some. And because of that, I have more spirit than I did back then. So my Christian habits in Sunday school, somewhere along the line, needed a transition into building my structure, my skeletal structure in the spirit, so that now as I'm getting older and I'm getting bigger, I I, and um, there's more pressure and there's more situation and there's more struggle in life. I have the tools necessary to withstand the pressures of that coming against my structure. And so the more you grow, the more you operate um, you, is in the spirit of God is the opportunity that you have to grow in God. So 22% of your bones. Water is the entity that uh, cushions your joints and protects your vital organs. Now, I've got a couple of knees that through the years, because of athletics, uh, are can get very stiff and sore pretty quick. But uh, it, can you imagine having your joints just be bone on bone without any of the tendons and muscles that are in there? But within that joint system is water. And that water is what cushions and protects our organs. Uh, and the spirit is the thing that cushions your joints. So when you get bent, when you have to move, where you have to climb, where you have to crawl, where you have to get down on your knees and, and seek God, when all the, all the things that our spiritual joints have to do to stay healthy and mobile in the spirit, all is protected and cushioned by the spirit of God. Uh, I don't know about you, but when when my knees are flared up or when it hurt it hurts to go up and the steps to play basketball and, and jump or to to skate or whatever it is, those joints start aching so badly, and things begin to get so tight and in the midst of all of that uh it, you, you just ache and it takes a day or two for the water to get back in from the cushion and so when you begin to minister. It cushions the blows. And when the winds of the storms of life begin to blow, like we've been dealing with for the last couple of months, and the things are worse in ships that are storm battered and things that are happening, and, and, and it's all coming against us and it's fighting us and it's, it's battering against us, that water or that spirit, if you will, cushions us to where we recover quickly, where we can recover in, in a way that that God sees fit for us to recover because the water has cushioned our joints and it has protected our vital organs, uh, the heart of who we are, the, the lungs, the right down to the kidneys and, and, and all of the other vital organs, the liver and everything that's in there is protected by water. All of the vital means of our natural body functioning properly is protected and cushioned by water. 
all of our being is conditioned or cushioned by the spirit of God, protected by the, your vital organs of the spirit, that which you hear the word of God with, that which you see the word of God with, that which pumps the spirit of God through your spiritual body, that which uh, cleans and breathes in the goodness of, all of that is protected and cushioned by the spirit of God. And you remove that water, which is the spirit, all of a sudden you are exposing yourself to the enemy. You are exposing yourself to bad decisions. You are exposing yourself to things that will bounce against you and knock you over instead of being cushioned and protected by it. So stay close to the spirit. I uh, found this interesting as well. 75% of your muscle is water. Are you getting the picture that water is kind of important? The spiritually speaking, his spirit should make up 75% of your strength. That kind of goes with the scripture that says, in my weakness, he is made strong. If I can operate at 25% of my own strength and have his, his spirit operate the other 75% of me, boy, am I a lot stronger. And, and the muscles, my spiritual muscles, the way I think, the way I, all of the things, the way I talk, the way I speak, the way I move, the way I lift, the way I, I carry myself, all of those things, it can be 75% of his spirit. All of a sudden, it's not me that's doing it anymore. It's God that's doing it through me. His spirit, it gives a whole new meaning to Galatians where it says, if you'll walk after the spirit, you are my children. It gives a whole another meaning that says we don't walk by sight, but we walk by faith. When we walk in his spirit, his spirit, 75% of our muscle is water. 75% of our spiritual muscle is him, not us. Think of that. So when you're down and you're, you think like the enemy has overwhelmed you and the enemy has come against you, the Bible says it this way, rejoice not against me, O my enemies, for when I fall, I shall arise. How can I arise? Because 75% of my muscle is his spirit. He's doing it on my behalf. And, and, and that makes for a powerful opportunity for you and I to move freely in the spirit. Water helps your body absorb nutrients and it carries the nutrients to all your cells. Think of that. Water helps you. It's the reason why you, you're supposed to take vitamins with water. Water helps absorb the nutrients, all the stuff that you eat, all the stuff that the, the, the vitamin D that you get from the sun, all of everything absorbs in our natural bodies better because of water and just like because of the, so all of the stuff, so us getting together for a few minutes online tonight, us getting together for a few minutes online on Sunday, when we can get back together and we come back together, all those moments that we have, when you really think about it, even when we're together live, not online, the amount of time per week that we're together against the amount of time that we're not together, in those little momentary pieces of, uh, of time, if you will, 
because of his spirit, we can absorb everything that we're being fed. So as we worship together on Sunday, in those few minutes of worship time that we're together this this week online, and, and we're worshiping together, what we're really doing is we're letting the water, the spirit, absorb what's happening in the spirit world as we worship. And as we share this word tonight, what's happening is the spirit is helping it to absorb into becoming more of who we are and strengthening us more than what we have. And then it carries it to yourselves. Water carries the nutrients to your cells. Water operates at a cell level. I'm going to say that again. It operates at a cell level. We like thinking the big pictures. We like thinking hands and feet and eyes and ears and and all of those things, but water operates on a cellular level. And so if his, if the water is the spirit of God, it's letting us know that his spirit doesn't just operate in the big areas of life, it operates in the cellular areas of life. It goes to the very detail of who you are and who I am, and it allows us to experience the things of God in such a way that it's not just the big problems that we have, but it's the little things, it's the very details. Let me put it to you in biblical terms. He knows how many hairs are on your head. He knows how many things you're dealing with. He knows what you're experiencing right now. He knows every emotion, every thought, every struggle, every trouble. He knows every detail of what you have in you that's causing you to understand uh, what God is trying to do in you. He goes to the cellular level. That's exciting to me. He doesn't just care for us when we're doing the big things. He goes down to the very littlest aspect of who we are. And with the very littlest aspect of who we are on a cellular level, that's where water gets the nutrients to the cells. See, if your cells break down, think about all of the different diseases that are out there that talk about the red blood cells, the white blood cells, all the different cells of our bodies. His water, his spirit can go right to the cellular level of who we are. That's exciting to me. I've got two more that I want to just share with you before we're done. Before we're done. The next one is this. Water helps convert food to energy. Water helps convert food to energy. In our bodies, water will assist or will produce energy within us. And uh, I find that very interesting because when the spirit is moving in your spiritual body, if you will, you become very energized. I've just got to be honest with you. There are times in my life when, when uh, I, I, I feel lethargic, I feel slow, I feel down, I feel sometimes maybe even a little depressed. Or, But as I begin to allow the water of the Spirit of God to move in me, just like I do when I teach or preach, there's something that happens. There are many times where I have preached or taught or, or worshiped or I've talked or had a communication with people and I've counseled, I've done all kinds of things. 
And, and when I begin to start that, I don't really feel like necessarily physically doing, but as I get into it, all of a sudden there's an energy that is, is what, well, what is that energy? The, what is that? The spirit is moving in me. We call it anointing sometimes in church, but really anointing is the moving of the spirit upon us. And when the spirit begins to move in us, just like water produces energy in our natural body, his spirit produces energy in our spiritual bodies. And we begin to move in what we like to call the anointing. Well, all the anointing is, is it's a vessel that is being honored by the presence of God and being used by the presence of God for the presence presence of God. And when God begins to anoint us and use us, it's because of the spirit that's moving in us. And so the more I get into the water of his spirit, the more opportunity I have for the energy of his spirit to move. So it doesn't just happen when you teach or preach, but it could be when you're walking down the street and you see a neighbor and you begin to talk to them and you begin and all of a sudden something begins to move in you a little bit and you get energized about the topic you're talking about. What is that? Well, here's what it is. The water in you, the spirit in you is producing an energy that allows you to begin to speak or act or do what God is wanting you to do. So the challenge for us is to tap into the energy and then share the energy. Energy is does one of two things. It will either cause something to explode or it will overflow. Okay, that's what energy will do. It's one of the two. It, it's never stagnant. It's never just it's never just dormant. Okay, dormant energy is not energy. It's just something, it's an entity that's there, but energy is going to either build up and explode or it's going to get build up and overflow. And so when the water of the spirit, that which is the spirit starts moving in us, it's going to do one of two things in us. If we try to hold it back, if we try to contain it, if we try to just hold it, it's just mine. This is my energy. This is my spirit. This is just for me. It's going to cause us to explode. There's something that's going to happen because God doesn't want his energy locked in. He wants his energy to be expressed into others. And so one of two things happen. The water builds up in our bodies and produces that energy. And the energy is either going to explode or it's going to overflow. I would rather have it overflow. The only way that it overflows is if I take off the lid, I take off the cap. And so as the energy of the spirit starts working in me, I need to begin to open my mouth. I need to begin to open my heart. I need to begin to become transparent to those that are around me. Why? Because it's me. No, because the energy that's building up inside of me is trying to get out and reach somebody else. If I I hold it in, God will cause it to just explode. But here's what happens when you explode. It destroys. It's destructive. Energy can be destructive or productive. It's entirely up to us. Where are you operating? What are you doing right now? What are? I know that we're in this stay at home, safe at home, whatever you want to call it. We're, we're disconnected physically. But there is still, I sense in the spirit all around me, there is an energy that is building. The spirit of God is flowing. Something is beginning to happen. It's, I shouldn't say it's beginning. It's already been happening. It's starting to build. It's getting, and I believe that God is going to give us an opportunity to do one of two things, either explode 
and destroy that which he's trying to create in us, or we let it go and we start ministering to others and watch the energy flow through us and make a difference and produce a change in others around us. I believe that God is calling us, even in this midst, even in the midst of this separation, God is calling us to have our eyes, our ears, and all of our senses uh, set to receive from those around us that will allow us to sense his presence in us. Because we still are the light of the world. We still are the salt of the earth. We still are the ones that God is asking us and calling us and prodding us and pushing us into becoming for him. He's still looking for people. He's still trying to seek and to save the lost. And, and again, I've said it a hundred times if I've said it once. Nobody is lost physically. The thing that's been lost is what was broken in the Garden of Eden, the communion, the relationship with, with his creation. That's what was lost. That's what God is seeking. Jesus said, I came to seek and to save that which was lost. I came to seek and to save that, seek and to save that communion, to restore what I originally intended man to be, which was in relationship with me. I want to have his spirit moving in me, through me, around me. I want to become a river of living water springing forth all around me. And then the last thing I want you to, to mention to you tonight, all these are exciting, but part of what happens with this what in in our natural bodies is water removes waste from our our body because it doesn't matter what we do we're going to we're going to have things come into our bodies that are not good for us it's the way of life and water helps flush our system out Listen, there's going to be things that come into our spirits no matter what we do. There's going to be something that you see on the computer screen. It's going to be something that you see in the newspaper, on television, at the theater, and walking down the street, at work. There's going to be contaminants that try to get into your spiritual body, and the devil's going to try to use that to cause disease and sickness within your spirit. But God says this, I've created the natural body for the water to flow all that waste product out, all that contaminant out, all those toxins out of you. And likewise, I have given you a river of living water, a river of flowing water, a spirit that my spirit comes into you and it flushes all of the toxins out. When you begin to operate in the spirit and the spirit begins to move in you and the spirit begins to move through you, it's removing all of those toxic toxic measures or toxic instruments or those toxic, toxic, I can't even hardly say it, those toxic ingredients that have been added to your life because you've been walking in this world, it begins to flush it out. It begins to purify you and sanctify you and justify you. And it makes you right in his eyes and it makes you right in the eyes of other others. The spirit of God is powerful. You've got to have this Holy Ghost, not just because it's, it's what God wants to give us. The Bible says it this way. He said in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me. Jerusalem, Judea, but I want you to notice the word power there. The word power there is in the Greek, it's dunamis. And God is wanting to operate in us through the 
the power of his word, he's wanting to use that, that anointing. He's wanting to use that spirit, that river of water, that spirit of God in us to create in us a power, a dunamis. It's the same where we, where we get the English word dynamite, TNT, if you will. But I want you to, I want you to listen to this. Um, another scripture here um, in Ephesians. 3 verse 20. We like to quote this. It says this, now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. The power at work in us, that dunamis, that dynamite. Let me quote it to you in the King James version. It's a little bit different. It, it, it's, it, it's all glory to God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. That, that means this. We like to say God can do anything in us. But the Bible doesn't say just that. It says he can do above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Well, how do you get the power? The only way that you can get the power is to tap into the river. The only way you can tap into the river is to receive his spirit. When you have his spirit in you, you are tapping into something that is dynamite. It's dunamis. It's powerful. And when you tap into that and it's on the inside of you, according to that power that you have tapped into, he is then able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can even ask or think. In other words, when you tap into the spirit or the water that he has put into our into our spirit being, when you tap into that, when you have that in your life, you are releasing him to do things that you can't imagine to be done. You can't even think it. You can't, imagine, you can't even dream it up. As impossible as you can make it, he can still do it if you have tapped into the power working in us by the Holy Spirit. So my question tonight to you is simply this. Are you thirsty enough to receive his spirit? Are you thirsty enough to draw closer to his spirit? Jesus said it this way, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. You're not gonna find this power in a self-help book. I, I've read self-help books, I like them, some of their principles are good, but you're not going to find this in, in a self-help book. You're not going to find this from another person. The only way that you can tap into the springs of living water is if you'll go to Jesus. And when you go to Jesus, you surrender yourself to him. And when you surrender yourself to Jesus, Jesus will unlock that river. And like the water in our bodies is 75% of our brain. It regulates our body temperature. It's 83% of our blood. It's 22% of our bones. It's the, uh, the cushion of our joints. It's the protector of our organs. It makes up 75% of our muscles. It, it helps our body to absorb the nutrients. It, it helps convert food to energy, and it removes the waste. When you tap into Jesus, when you come to him, he puts his spirit in you, and when his spirit is in you, you have now become a brand new being with his spirit operating your life. That's amazing to me. That's amazing to me. Let me put it to you in terms 
that Paul said, for as many as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. But what that is, is when you come up, you walk in newness of life. What's the newness? It's a new spirit. It's a new anointing. It's a new power. It's all in him. There's an old chorus that says, I surrender all. Well, when you surrender it all to him, what you're saying is, I want a drink from your river. I want to dwell in your river. I want your river moving in me. And when, when you're moving in me, then I can move in you. My friend, stop trying to do this on your own. Stop trying to figure it out on your own. You don't have enough water to do it on your own. You've got to have his water. 83%, 77%. All the different percentages of water in our natural body, we need to have at least that in our spiritual body. So I encourage you, get to the well tonight. Get to the well of water and take a drink. Do what Jesus said. Go unto him, all you that are thirsty, and he's going to give you waters that will spring up into everlasting life. Would you bow your heads with me tonight? Jesus, you're calling somebody tonight. Lord, somebody that's hearing this right now or that's going to watch this in the future on some of the platforms that we have, you're going, they're going to see it, God, and they're going to, something's going to be triggered in them. I'm asking you, Lord Jesus, to baptize people with your spirit tonight. Flood their hearts with the rivers of living water. Lord, overwhelm them and overcome them with the power of the rapids of the river of life. Lord, you created our natural body with the need for water, so our spiritual body needs your water, the Spirit of God. Lord, you said it was the promise was to all of us, as many as the Lord our God shall call, from the ends of the earth, God. Wherever this word may reach, I'm asking you, God, now to flood the hearts of your people. Lord, we'll be careful to give you praise and glory and honor, for you are the King of kings, the Lord of lords. You are high and lifted up, and your train fills the temple. We love you and appreciate you in all things, Lord. We ask it in your name, the name of Jesus. Amen, amen. Praise God. I want to thank all of the Facebook people that are on and those that will watch on YouTube later or listen on our podcast. Thank you for being with us. I pray that something that was said tonight would register in you and draw you closer to the rivers of uh, the living God, the Spirit of God. Let the anointing flood your soul. God bless you. Should the Lord tarry, we'll see you all on Sunday morning, right about 11 o'clock is what our plan is. God bless you all.